0: It's Thursday, March 26th. This is Jaguar's Happy Hour. And now a guy who wants to be just like Coach Marone when he grows up, just not sure which one I'm talking about. JP Shatterick. And
1: welcome in, it's Jaguar's Happy Hour from the home studio. Yet another week away from TIAA Bank Field. JP Shadrick with you. Thank you for joining us. Hope everything's going well, considering the circumstances for everyone. Thank you for joining us today. We've got a jam-packed show for you today. Here's what's coming up on the program. In fact, it's head coach Doug Marone joining us on the phone line coming up in just a few moments. We'll hear from Jaguars analyst Jeff Lagerman. Get his thoughts on some of the latest additions for the Jacksonville Jaguars. We'll switch it up a bit and talk music with Derek Trucks, longtime Jaguars fan, longtime season ticket holder. We'll get his thoughts on the Jags, of course, and what the music industry is going through and his thoughts on the final shows in New York City right before the shutdown. And then we'll hear from senior writer John Ogier as well. He'll join us toward the end of this program at 445 today to uh, recap some of the changes for the Jacksonville Jaguars as well on the phone line. Now head coach, Doug Marone joins us coach. Good afternoon. Thanks for the time. How are you?
2: I'm doing well, JP. How about
1: yourself? Oh, hanging in there, man. It's, um, this is obviously an odd time for everybody, but we're all working from home right now and getting some things done. I'm sitting in my side porch room with all this radio equipment and doing a show solo. So, uh, thanks for, for coming on today, how is the working from home going for you and the coaching staff so far?
2: Yeah, it's it's been well. I think you know because of this time of year, where we are doing a lot of stuff with the playbook, doing a lot of stuff for uh, you know the, the draft and prepping for it. Um, they're you know being remotely you know or working from you know home or. Things like that have, have been pretty good. I mean, the technology is really good. I mean, I, I feel like I've, I've, I've actually gotten more done now, watch more players than I have, you know, if I had been in the office and, you know, people were asking, you know, questions or you have to do a couple of things, you get pulled away for a while. So and I've been able to, to really work hard at it. The coaches are working hard at it um, and feel, you know, feel good about where we are right now as far as our evaluations, the playbook and, you know, getting everything ready for, um, you know, when we can, you know, defeat this challenge that's going on for all of us right now. Doug Marone with us, Jaguars head coach. How do you have, do you have full staff
1: meetings like on Zoom or Skype or something like that?
2: You know, we can do that, but pretty much it's everyone's doing things individually and things are getting passed around. So, you know, just to put everyone on there, we have, you know, basically Teamworks technology, which gets it to every, all the coaches and, you know getting every the communication is fine I mean you could always just obviously pick up the phone but you know on a daily basis you know we're we're working with amongst each other and and getting things done and being productive there's a balance coach of course between work life
1: and home life when you're working at home how much of a challenge has that been for you and um, how's it been just in the environment of the house with the wife and the kids running around and everything
2: I think they get concerned when I'm around, so they're always like, hey, don't you need to be working? Why don't you get in this office or get in this room and, you know, go to work and get on it, you know. So I think they, they want me out. I think it's more, you know, than wanting me out and putting me in isolation to, you know, get this work done so I don't you know, ruin their lives. It's a cha- that's, that's quoting, quoting them. <laughs> oh, sure, sure.
1: Uh, it's a challenge for everybody to stay in shape this time, too, right? I mean, you got to get out and get a little exercise in and, and get the blood moving a little bit. You can't just sit there and watch film all day long,
2: right? Yeah, yeah. I've been out. I don't, I mean, I, I, it's exercise for me. I don't know if people that see me would think it's exercise of, you know, trying to, you know, lose weight. Everyone knows that. That's what I'm trying to, you know, get done. And it's, uh, it's been interesting. You know, sometimes someone will say go jag and some someone will yell out an explicit and you know, like, you know, go fat, you know, eh, you know, after that. So I'm working on, you know, reducing the, the second the second comment and concentrating on the first one so they can say in a couple of months they go, Man, oh boy, look how much how good shape that guy's got himself into.
1: It's a rough neighborhood, coach, let me tell you, um, that we just moved into here. Uh, let's talk some of the additions in free agency over the last few days. Let's start with the, the most recent, Tyler Eifert, the tight end from Cincinnati, a former first-round pick. And, you know, this is a position, obviously, you know well, that has been um, just a little bit of the thorn in the side of this football team over the last five, six years or so. Hasn't quite been able to, to get it right. It's been injury-prone at times. Eifert played a full season last year. That's the key for him. If he stays healthy, what can he do for your football team?
2: Yeah, I mean, I, I really like him. I mean, you know, both myself and Jay and Ron Middleton, you know, um, we watch them and obviously our scouting department and Dave Caldwell. You know, we watch them. He's, he's a he's a, he's a a veteran player that has, does a very good job. He stretches the field vertically, um, makes the tough catches. He has a that savvy to him where he can use his body, use his hands to, you know, Himself open. He's a really good route runner with a full route tree, which is obviously going to help us. He's a guy that can play, you know, the white line end on normal downs, and definitely, um, you know, be able to get in there and, and mix it up, you know, in combinations with the linemen or working one on one with linebackers. So, um, you know, it was great conversation, you know, talking to him. He feels great. He's excited. Um, he said this is, you know, like you've mentioned before, this is the first off season where he hasn't had to worry about injury and he can get himself ready to go. So. Um, you know, we're excited. And I think someone like Tyler, will bring, you know, some veteran presence and help a guy like Josh Oliver come along who we feel really good about. Um, James O'Shaughnessy was really playing well, obviously, before his injury. Uh, you know, so that, that, that position, you know, we, we feel good about. And then, you know, obviously, Charles Davis did a good job for us, you know, at the end and showing that he can block as a, as a true why. And, um, you know, so, so that position's coming together. It's, you know, we still got some work to do, but, now, right now we're, we're working in the right direction
1: head coach doug marone with us on jaguars happy Hour, joining us on the phone line you know i mentioned he's a former first round pick and that just it popped in my head and i, I saw the stat the other day about the atlanta falcons they could have 10 former first round picks starting on offense next year most ever for a team in the nfl is there something to that coach if a guy is a first rounder he's got to have something no matter how you know, far down the line, maybe injury prone. He might be, there's a reason why these guys are drafted so high a lot of times, right?
2: Yeah. I, you know, I, I, you know, I don't disagree with that. Obviously they've had a, a good career in college and they have, you know, obviously the skill uh that is going to put them into that round. So you get, you know, most of those guys that are, are first rounders, you know, get pushed by, you know, the coaches and the scouting staff, you know, where everyone can make an agreement on. Um, I tend to, differ a little bit now having you know been around the league where you know a lot of times I I try to say to myself when the players first show up is you know it really doesn't matter how you're acquired. meaning you know it doesn't matter if you're a first round pick you know seventh round pick uh, unrestricted free agent you know free agent that we have gotten you know now you have to prove that that you're going to be good enough and play in this league and play for this team so um you know i think that's the one thing if you come in and you think about where you've been drafted and oh i'm in the first or you think you're going to come into this league and you know just strictly dominate right off the bat i think i think i think there's you're going to be in some for for some tough challenges and 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 probably some struggles but you know if you come in there and everything's on the line because like we've seen even with our team um you know some of these guys that haven't been drafted have been able to go out there and play at a, a high level and you know that, that's what happens and if you're you know you're sleeping in this league someone will come up and uh and take their job from you everyone's everyone's fighting for a job
1: head coach doug marone with us on the defensive side obviously last year there was that long stretch of games where, where the defense struggled against the run a lot of times right up the middle of the defense but uh, at least early in free agency, it seems like that's been a point of emphasis. Joe Schobert, middle linebacker, is in. Al Woods, a big run stuffer at defensive tackle from Seattle, long time in the league. Rodney Gunter even will compete for some time up there up front. It seemed like that was an emphasis on defense, the, shoring up the middle and the and the defensive line a little bit.
2: It was. I think, you know, when we looked at, you know, obviously during the season you mentioned it, but then after the season when you're looking, you know, at bettering your football team and you start writing some things down, You know, obviously ourselves, the coaches, the scouts, and myself along with Dave, you know, we talked about, okay, listen, how are we going to, you know, let's get some people in here that are, you know, that can defend the run and stop the run, you know, that can make the tackle, you know, because tackling is obviously a big thing. And, you know, that's what we looked at. We looked at some big body guys that can move well. Mm -hmm. Uh, We feel confident that we have, obviously, a couple of good guys, you know, obviously it's good pass rushes with, you know, Yannick and Josh and, you know, Smooth came along. You know for us Lorente, is, you know hopefully will be able to give us some help out there um but then we we brought in some big body guys to go ahead and hold the line of scrimmage and i think it's going to help us i think we made a move with joe showbert at mike that you know enables us now to move miles to will which you know he's played all three positions well but Will's probably his most natural position so we feel we're going to get you know better play uh out of out of you know the, the whole linebacker crew and a guy like Cassius Marsh comes in, and he's a guy that can play up, play down. We're looking for a pass rush out of him, Uh, can play Sam Backer. So, you know, there's some versatility, and there's some versatility along the line with those defensive linemen that you mentioned too.
1: You mentioned the move of Miles Jack, and I heard on an interview with Ashwin Sullivan earlier in the week that you you spoke with him, and it seemed like a positive move for Miles that he was into it as well. Uh, How much of a change will that be for Miles from the middle – to the weak side, how difficult is that transition for a linebacker?
2: I think I think the toughest one is is going to the middle. You know, I mean, I think you're good playing on the outside. You know, Miles and played really well his first year at Sam, played really well at Mike uh, and Nickel, you know, for us. And then obviously we had you know Talvin Smith playing the wheel, and um, you know because we had Puz in the middle. And I think you know the middle probably is the one that you have to have you know the most experience because you know, you got this triangle where, you know, you're kind of looking at the center and both guards and you have the, you know, the backs in the backfield and you have the quarterback. So you have all these things that you have to be aware of and, you know, very instinctual. And, and Miles did a good job. I mean, it's not like he did it. He was, you know, I think what's, what's challenging or what was challenging for miles is challenging for all players that, you know, are, are veteran type players. And you get put into a situation where you have a lot of young guys around you and you're, you're doing your best because you care about your team and you're trying to line those guys up and, you know, I think it takes away a little bit. So, uh, I think I'll be able to go to that will position, which is really the same type of position and nickel as it, as it, as as the Mike position, you know, they're both, you know, obviously off the, off the line linebackers, but, um, you know, in, in, in where we need to stop the run, you know, we'll have, you know, three physical linebackers now at that level, uh, being able to come downhill and, and, and
3: be able to to tackle.
1: Doug Marone with us, Jaguars head coach, final thought here, Doug, we're Four weeks away from the scheduled start of the NFL draft tonight. How about that? Uh, how, what's your balance yep. of time now? Free agency is it kind of winding down? Or are you leaning back towards the uh, the draft, uh, looking at no, draft I, prospects?
2: I think, I think you're always. I think you're always looking the better the team. You know, each day. You know, we're going through lists. We're looking at guys. Where, you know, you kind of. You know, you want to make sure. I think there's still value out there. You know, in free agency. Um, you know, and there's some risk rewards out there. You know, guys that have had an injury history. So, I think you got to constantly keep doing that. Um, you know, Dave and 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 his scouts have done a great job. You know, looking at you know what the draft has to offer. Obviously, we have a lot of picks. We're going to be a young football team. And you know, we brought in some guys that are real high character guys. Um, you know, the be, real, be very beneficial for, you know, a lot of these young guys coming in. So, you know, there's been a lot of excitement right now as far as, you know, the guys that are on the team, you know, talking to them, just calling them, making sure they're safe. You know, they're excited about the things that we're doing and, you know, getting back together and going to work. Well, Coach, if I see
1: you running by, I'll yell at you. I won't tell you which side I'll yell at you from, but um... – Good to good yeah
2: to yeah I mean you better be on the, on the, the first one not the second <laughs> on, one. on the Stop. go jag side okay so You talk about it. like hey you need you need some type of inspiration right i mean if that can't inspire you what can't
1: that's true uh stay healthy keep up the great work thanks for the time coach we appreciate it
2: same to you. Thank you, JP. Appreciate head, it. Head Take coach care.
1: Doug Marone, a mini edition of the Doug Marone show today on Jaguars Happy Hour. Good to have the head coach uh, working from home and a little bit of breaking news for the uh, Jacksonville Jaguars. Quarterback Darquise Denard will not be signing with the Jags. The two sides could not come to an agreement on the final contract terms. So he remains an unrestricted free agent. Little news uh, today that just came down from the Jacksonville Jaguars. We're back in a moment. We'll get reaction to that from Jeff Loggeman, Jaguars analyst. Uh, he's going to join us in just a moment. At 4.30 today, Derek Trucks from the Teske Trucks Band and the Allman Brothers Band joining us, and then John Osher at 4.45. If you'd like to have your electric bill paid for the entire Jags 2020 regular season, our good friends at McGowan's Heating and Air and Conditioning are giving you that chance. Go to jaguars.com mcgowans and try to guess the Jaguars 2020 schedule. McAllen's the official heating and air conditioning partner of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Back with more after this, it's Jaguars Happy Hour on the Jaguars Digital Network.
4: Tito's Handmade Vodka is America's original craft vodka. In 1995, Tito Beverage set out to build a micro-distillery incorporating elements of artisan craftsmanship from boutique wineries into the spirits industry. Pot distilled and made from corn, Tito's is naturally gluten-free, crafted in Austin, Texas, to be savored by spirit connoisseurs and everyday drinkers alike. For Tito's recipes, infusion ideas, Tito's swag, or to learn more about our story, visit titosvodka.com. 80-proof Tito's Handmade Vodka, crafted to be savored responsibly.
0: Geico presents, oh boy, another voicemail from your roommate,
4: Hey, I got some bad news. Someone broke into our apartment, and they took your TV and your computer. But what's most upsetting is they took my water bottle. Oh, wait, there it is. I was really worried for a second. (laughs) Oh, they took your stereo, too.
0: The GEICO Insurance Agency could help keep your personal property protected, like if your roommate is only worried about her $2 aluminum water bottle. Visit GEICO.com to see how easy it is to
5: switch and save on renter's insurance. Jags fans, fill your wallet with one debit card that screams Ball" exclusively from TIAA Bank. The Jacksonville Jaguars Visa debit card comes with a fierce look fantastic features so you can pay with pride wherever you go. And it's yours free when you open a Yield Pledge checking account. Up your financial game today. Visit a financial center near you or find us at TIAABank.com slash Jags card. TIAA Bank is a division of TIAA, FSB, member FDIC, and the official bank of the Jacksonville Jaguars.
0: How would you like to get your electric bill paid for the entire 2020 Jaguars regular season? Well, our good friends at McGowan's Heating and Air Conditioning are giving you that chance. Guess the correct order of the Jaguars 2020 schedule and you can win. How cool is that? Enter today at Jaguars.com slash McGowan's and take your best guess. From the Georgia border to Palm Coast, get your A.C. done right with McGowan's, the official heating and air conditioning partner of the Jacksonville Jaguars. License number CMC-1250075. Dreamfinders Homes has a simple commitment to their home buyers. Deliver unsurpassed quality, uncompromising value, and an extraordinary level of customization you simply won't find with other home builders. With over 35 communities to choose from, you'll find a location you love and the home of your dreams. Dreamfinders has townhomes, single family homes, and custom estate homes starting from the mid 100s, and a wide selection of move in ready homes. Quality, value, customization. That's the Dreamfinders difference. Call 904-738-0165 or online at DreamfindersHomes.com. Dreamfinders Homes, the official home builder of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Are subject to change without notice? Equal housing opportunity.
7: White
1: on Rice, a dog on a bone. Hayes Carline on the Jaguars. No one covers your favorite team better than 1010XL's Hayes Carline. Jaguars happy hour rolls along and Tropical Smoothie Cafe is open for business and ready to serve you. They're open for carryout, delivery, online ordering and drive-through service. Tropical Smoothie appreciates your continued support. So many of our great sponsors and partners are open for business and uh, ready to serve you in so many different ways. Uh, the Jaguars are certainly still open for business. Uh, if you have questions about your season ticket account, let's say, uh, give the phone number a call, call your representative, they'll be in touch with you. Um, the Jaguars certainly understand everything going on right now. We're here to answer any questions you might have about the upcoming 2020 season. Let's go back to the phone lines now and welcome in our co-host for this program, Jaguars analyst, Jeff Lagerman. Jeff, good afternoon.
3: Good afternoon, JP. How you doing, buddy? Oh, uh,
1: Hanging in there. How are you?
3: I'm doing good, you know. Sometimes a little social distancing, as strange it as as it is, sometimes works out well for turkey hunt. And so, uh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> no, but it's uh it's certainly crazy. It's uh it's a different world that we live in, and uh, I think it even becomes a little bit more poignant when you have somebody that you directly know that's affected by it. And and I and I think a lot of us haven't reached that point yet, but it, they're starting to show signs to where you're having somebody that, you know, personally impacted. And, uh, up until this past week, you know, it was always a friend of a friend kind of a thing. Yeah. And, uh, and I've got in fact, uh, one of my good friends in New York, who's right there in the epicenter of it all. Uh, one of his best friends that he went to college with has a 25 year old son who is, uh, basically on life support right now yeah. and, uh, doesn't know if he's going to make it. So, I mean, it's, it's different and uh, it's, it's certainly very scary, that's for sure. And I hope that everybody is safe and everybody is taking care of all the directives that are being given to them by a lot of the healthcare care experts in the field, uh, because uh, if you don't, boy, you're certainly making a big mistake that could cost lives.
1: Wash your hands, work from home if you can, stay at home, and uh, we'll get through all this together for sure. We'll be here well, with and, you at the Jaguars. And,
3: Part of that, JP, brings me, and I know we're, we're going to talk a little bit of the free agent acquisitions with the Jaguars. Sure. But part of that conversation also brings me to the fact of, you know, we're, we're all, I mean, as, as a society now, we're all kind of whole up in our own houses. That's right. And limiting contact with people. Uh, we're not accessing a lot of the places that we normally do, whether it be uh, restaurants. Uh, minimizing the grocery stores. a lot of times you go to grocery stores, there's things that you can't get, uh, either sold out or in short supply. The uh, social contact that you may have going to movie theaters is different. And most importantly, kind of how it relates to football, the athletic facilities are closed. You know so you have an entire league in the NFL, that has relied upon all season conditioning workouts to tune the body, to get it ready for the demands of an NFL season. And right now you have all teams in the national football league that had, they have their doors closed. The local gyms for the most part, have their doors closed. That's correct. So what are players doing to try to, to stay in shape and to get ready for an NFL season to take that next step? As a football player, I, I can tell you, you know, in this last week, you know, that most players are probably trying to outfit their homes to where they can work out on their own. No doubt. No and, doubt. and holy cow, I've talked to a couple different people that are, are in that field that deal in health equipment, whether it be weights or aerobic equipment. And uh, or JP, I this week tried to buy a little home gym system,
1: uh-huh.
3: and uh, was on a couple different sites. You know, one of them's Facebook Marketplace, another one was on Craigslist, and it's amazing the demand. It was so immense that this stuff is literally flying off the shelves, so to speak. It's
1: amazing, right, uh, Joe? And Schubert. I
3: talked with a guy who deals in
1: yeah
3: in the big equipment, like like gym equipment, like heavy duty stuff that an NFL player would use and he flat out told me he goes I don't have any barbells I don't have any weights I don't have any dumbbells I don't have any anything Wow! I'm like are you kidding me he said no so here I am sitting there thinking to myself saying, boy I mean that's changed my life because you know I like to work out and but what about an NFL player who has that, to that's trying trying to get himself ready for an NFL season
1: that's right uh Joe Schobert, I think tweeted a picture today or on Instagram one of the two of his uh, barbell and weight free weight setup in the basement of his in laws house because they're there right yeah. now. That's the only place they have to do it. And then he'll go run occasionally when he can. But uh, that's what he has to do. It's there's a couch next to it and a TV and a living room down in the basement. That's what some players are having to go through right now. Jeff Loggeman with us on the phone line, Jaguars analyst. Uh, there have been some additions since we last spoke on this program, Logs. Uh, let's start with the tight end. That's the most recent one, Tyler Eifert. He's been banged up a lot throughout his career. He did have a Pro Bowl season a few years back, and he finally played a full season of football last year, all 16 games uh, with the Cincinnati Bengals, a former first-round pick. I I don't know if he's the answer at tight end. I think he's part of the answer at tight end. What do you think?
3: Well, is he going to be available? I mean, that's the – uh, it, it, he can be the answer if he's available. And I think what Doug talked about a minute ago about how you, you get into risk reward with some players in free agency. And I think he's a perfect example of that and that the risk is he's been hurt a lot. Yes. He played 16 games last year, but what that's the first time he played 16 games in how many seasons ever. I think <laughs> so, so, uh, so so your expectation, you probably don't have high expectations other than you, you sit there and you go, look, if he can be available for us, he can be certainly better than what we have. And so so that's a positive from that standpoint. The word part risk, but if if look, this is a guy who has uh, or has shown Pro Bowl caliber type skills when he's been on the field, and you just hope and cross your fingers that he can stay on the field for this Jaguars football team, because that position has certainly been one that has been a little bit of a mystery as far as this team trying to solve.
1: Yeah, over the last six, seven years, they just haven't. They've thrown so much money at it. They've thrown draft equity at it um, and still some question marks there. Him and and Oliver together, if they're both healthy, that's another question mark, too. You feel like that could be one of the answers that tied in. Now, the other additions this week, Logs, Includes some defensive linemen. Al Woods, a big nose tackle, defensive tackle from Seattle. Uh, We mentioned Gunter last week. I think he's part of that situation up front. Cassius Marsh, the outside linebacker and defensive end from Arizona as well. And Rashawn Melvin, a cornerback from Detroit. So uh, a number of defensive additions here. Al Woods is a run-stuffing defensive tackle. And this is what that team on the defensive side the Jaguars needed last year. Somebody who could help stop
3: that run. Well, I think I think all of these guys I would I would put in the category of of solid, and when I say solid, it means that you've had some subtractions from your roster because of salary cap reasons already, and so essentially what you're doing is you're replacing those players that had high cap numbers that weren't playing quite to the level of those cap numbers with solid players that are affordable players. So. I think it makes you feel good and that, okay, now you're starting to acquire some players to fill some holes, but at the same token, are these going to be the type of players that help you get better than you were last year? You know? And I, and I think that the, the, the honest answer to that is probably not yet. You know, that these are the type of players, like, for example, Tyler Eifert's a guy that could probably help you be better sure. because if he plays at the level that he's played at and he stays healthy, he can be better than what you've had. Can the, the signing of Woods and Marsh and all those guys uh, be at the level of what you had last year or better? I would expect it to be maybe close to where you were at. Could it be better? Probably not. But, you know, look, right now you just need to get the, the solid basics down and get your roster filled. I think the real improvement on this football team is going to happen in the draft. And I also think a real improvement of this football team is that when some guys in free agency that are still out there now, because there's some, there's still some good ones out there, mm-hmm. but their their asking price has to come down to where the, the, the value is meeting the demand. And so I think, I think you'll have some some more additions to this football team to give this team a chance to get better. And I think this team has, gotten better because it got worse because you cut all those players. Okay. So now you're kind of back at, at, at the baseline. Yeah. Where do you go from here?
1: Jeff Loggman with us, uh, just a little bit earlier, the Jaguars announced that our denard, that free agent, uh, agreed to player, uh, from last week, the cornerback will not be signing with the Jags as the two sides could not come to an agreement on the final contract terms. So he remains an unrestricted free agent. So that's one, you know, until it's signed, there's no contract uh, pending on that. That's, that's well, kind of interesting. I, I was,
3: I, I thought Denard was a guy that I would have put him in the category of, you know, he, he could really help this football team. He's a veteran guy. He's been a, a, a good football player for the Cincinnati Bengals. I know they thought very highly of him. And I don't know what the sticking point or the argument was as far as the contract. But, you know, look, uh, I wouldn't be surprised if the door is not closed yet. Uh, It's just that uh, sometimes things uh, take a little bit longer to work out and get them uh, ironed out to the point that both sides are happy. So even though the team has announced and everybody's announced that it's not done, I don't know if it's necessarily off the table. Uh, And So until he signs with somebody else, there's still a chance that the Jaguars might be able to still, still have them.
1: All right, Logs, great stuff as always. We'll check in again with you next week. And happy hunting for turkey. Shoot straight.
3: Thank you, JP, and uh, stay safe, and uh, everybody else do the same and make sure we're all practicing good, healthy habits.
1: Love it. Jeff Lagerman, Jaguars analyst with us on Jaguars Happy Hour, the co-host of this show. We're uh, social distancing as the weeks go along here. I'm in the home studio, so you'll hear our guests each week on the phone lines. Uh, Larry's Giant Subs is open for ordering, ordering through the Larry's Giant Subs mobile app, food delivery apps and drive-through pickup windows per location. Check with your local Larry's Giant subs for more information. We're back in a moment. A visit with Derek Trucks from the Tedeschi Trucks Band and the Allman Brothers Band. Longtime Jaguars fan, a season ticket member. will get his thoughts on the Jags and what the music business is going through right now during the coronavirus pandemic. This is Jaguars Happy Hour on the Jaguars Digital Network.
4: Tito's Handmade Vodka is America's original craft vodka. In 1995, Tito Beverage set out to build a micro distillery incorporating elements of artisan craftsmanship from boutique wineries into the spirits industry. Pot distilled and made from corn, Tito's is naturally gluten-free, crafted in Austin, Texas, to be savored by spirit connoisseurs and everyday drinkers alike. For Tito's recipes, infusion ideas, Tito's swag, or to learn more about our story, visit titosvodka.com. 80-proof Tito's handmade vodka, crafted to be savored responsibly.
5: There's a chance your local GEICO agent has the same affinity for dad jokes as you. What do you call a fake noodle?
4: I don't know.
6: Maybe an impasta. Oh, so cheesy. Ah, did it great on you. Yeah,
5: you really shredded me. (laughs) But there's a better chance your local GEICO agent could help you out with auto, homeowners, renters, or condo insurance. Motorcycle, boat, or RV insurance, too. They'll work hard to provide sound advice and significant savings. You don't need to share a love for paternal puns to do that. Local GEICO agents, call or visit yours today.
6: Looking for a new SUV? Better buy now. The Buy Ford Now sales event is on at your local Ford dealer, where you'll save big on a Ford SUV, like the completely redesigned Escape and Explore, the Powerful Edge, or the roomy Ford Expedition. Buy now and get big cash back on SUVs with safety features to keep you in command. Buy now and earn low financing on SUVs built for life's adventures. What are you waiting for? Buy now. Get to your local Ford or dealer
7: today. Whether you are driving to a Jaguars game or on the way to work, when you see flashing lights, please move over. If you can't move over a lane, slow down 20 miles per hour below the speed limit. You can protect those who help you on the road. From law enforcement and other first responders to utility and tow truck drivers, they all need you to be at the top of your game while you're driving. See lights? Please move over. Brought to you by the Florida Department of Highway Safety and Motor Vehicles and the Florida Highway Patrol. How would you like to
0: get your electric bill paid for the entire 2020 Jaguars regular season? Well, our good friends at McGowan's Heating and Air Conditioning are giving you that chance. Guess the correct order of the Jaguars 2020 schedule, and you can win. How cool is that? Enter today at jaguars.com mcgowans and take your best guess. From the Georgia border to Palm Coast, get your A.C. done right with McGowan's, the official heating and air conditioning partner of the Jacksonville Jaguars. License number CMC-1250075.
5: Jags fans, TIAA Bank is ready to be your home team for home lending. Whether you're looking to buy a new home or refinance your current one, we have the nationwide expertise and competitive rates, along with a wide range of mortgage solutions to help you achieve your home lending goals. Team up with the TIAA Bank Mortgage Expert today. Visit TIAABank.com slash lending team. TIAA Bank is a division of TIAA FSB, Equal Housing Lender official bank of the Jacksonville Jaguars.
0: DreamFinders Homes has a simple commitment to their home buyers. Deliver unsurpassed quality, uncompromising value, and an extraordinary level of customization you simply won't find with other home builders. With over 35 communities to choose from, you'll find a location you love and the home of your dreams. DreamFinders has townhomes, single-family homes, and custom estate homes starting from the mid-100s, and a wide selection of move-in-ready homes. Quality, value, customization, that's the DreamFinders difference. Call 904 738 16 Online at dreamfindershomes.com. Dreamfinders Homes, the official home builder of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Prices subject to change without notice. Equal housing opportunity.
5: If you bleed teal and black, we've got your back.
1: We are 1010XL 92.5 FM, home of the Jaguars. Jaguars happy hour continues. Remember to do your part, Duval practice social distancing, wash your hands often, maintain daily exercise habits at home, and stay connected with friends, family, and Jaguars fans. For local information regarding the coronavirus pandemic, follow on Twitter at Ready and at HealthyFLA. And use the hashtag StayHomeStayStrong. We're staying home and we're staying strong in this edition of Jaguars Happy Hour. J.P. Shadrick with you. Thanks for joining us uh, yet again this week. We'll be back with you, of course, next week as well uh, on from the home studio. The uh, Jaguars and all NFL offices are closed until April 8th, as of the, the latest uh, knowledge of that. So uh, all the work will be from here in the home studio, including some other interviews, including, yes, uh, Skype is still a thing. So we're doing interviews over Skype for Jaguars.com with some of the free agent additions and uh, everything that's happened over the last week for the Jacksonville Jaguars. You've seen some of that content on the team website and team social media pages. Today, earlier, I had a chance to, to go off football for a little bit with Derek Trucks from the Tedeschi Trucks Band and the Allman Brothers Band. Uh, a Jaguar season ticket member from, uh, really, from day one. The family's had tickets from day one. He took them over a few years ago. Um, we'll get his thoughts on the Jags, of course, coming up. And his shows, he was part of the Allman Brothers tribute show on March 10th at Madison Square Garden in New York City and then had a benefit concert two nights later at the Beacon Theater in New York. That was the day that uh, New York shut down any uh, any uh, events for 500 or more people. So he was right there the last couple of shows before New York really shut down. Here's the conversation today with the great Derek Trucks. It's a strange time for everybody right now, Derek, obviously. Uh, We'll get into what the band's up to these days and and what your last couple of weeks have been like and what's ahead, Uh, but let's talk a little Jags football. I know you follow it closely. This is free agency, uh, a handful of trades, one that hasn't been finalized yet, the Foles one, Um, but a lot of new faces coming in here. What are you most excited about
8: over the last couple of weeks with the Jags? I mean, there's there's a lot of draft picks. That's always exciting. Um, Tyler Eifert is pretty exciting. We've uh we've we've needed a good tight end for a long time. A lot of unknowns though, but that seems to be uh the planet we live on currently. <laughs> so maybe maybe that'll work in our favor. No doubt. Um, everyone's excited about Minshew still, so that's uh that's fun.
1: It seems like it's his job for now, since the Fools trade, whenever it does become final. Uh, yeah, Minshew
8: at least right now is the man. It, that sure seems that way, and uh I mean that's uh it's something to it's something to get behind I'm I'm with that and um no telling when draft rolls around where we're going to end up quarterback wise but uh I I think he's at least uh he's in the running so that's fun
1: a lot of uh, big time names over the last couple of years are no longer on this defense but you do have guys still around Josh Allen going into his second year he's going to be exciting to watch Miles Jacks yeah. moving to the outside again um, so
8: yeah. yeah that's where he likes it I think that's going to be good for Miles yeah I think so too I mean it's sad to see Calais go. He was uh he was one of the most lovable characters we've ever had and one of the best players we've ever had. So sad to see him go. A lot a lot of faces uh over the last two years, a lot of a lot of studs that are gone. <laughs> so that's uh that's crazy. But it's uh you know, it's a new day. It's a new day. You've been a season ticket
1: member, Derek, um, for, since day one, right? Pretty much the family has been,
8: right? Yeah, no, my dad was there. He had tickets for the first maybe five eight years and then we kind of took it over and we've we've bounced around the stadium different spots but we've uh we've always gone but my son charlie is has gone every year since birth really so he's uh he grew up in that stadium
1: Derek trucks with us on jaguars happy hour um Derek, let's get into music a little bit there was an article on the rolling stone website not too long ago a few days back about a week ago and they interviewed you about the days leading up to the lockdown and the coronavirus scare and everything that was happening at that time. You were involved in really the last couple of shows in New York before the lockdown, the uh, Allman Brothers tribute show at Madison Square Garden, a sellout there. And then I think the next night you were at the Beacon or two nights later at the Beacon. Um, That had to be some strange times when everything was starting to set in in New York and you were basically the last last resort for people to get out of the house. It felt like,
8: yeah, I mean, it, it was a, it was an odd time because you could feel it coming and, you know, there were whispers that everything was going to shut down and um, you're kind of torn between uh, do we really want to bring sixteen, eighteen thousand 18,000 people into a venue together. But um, the, the show went on and uh, the show was amazing. Uh, the, the show two nights later, the beacon was much stranger because they that was the day they put in the uh, no crowds over 500 people, uh, rule into effect and uh so they they had the beacon theater with maybe 300 people in it and it, it just it felt like the last party <laughs> before the end of the world it was a little odd and then unfortunately i think um five six people that were either playing or working that show have already tested positive so it's wow, uh, really it's, it's yeah jackson brown who susan sang a duet with that night and um a bunch of the band and it's it's a little uh a little odd. I had a bad feeling about that one. <laughs> I tried to, I tried to get that show pulled, but uh, not not everyone uh, was on board. <laughs> right. <laughs> How's everybody feeling now, um, Susan? Everybody. We, you know, right. we, yeah. you know we, as soon as we got home from New York, we went into full self quarantine mode. We had a feeling that uh, that New York was going to be bad, and uh, you know, our parents live down the street, and uh, my grandfather's down the road. So we we made we've stayed away from everybody. Um. We've had symptoms, you know. I think it's about a coin flip on whether we had it or not. <laughs> but uh, no reason to tax the healthcare system if, if you're feeling, you know, you're just going to self-quarantine anyways if you don't need to be, uh, if you don't need a, a hospital bed. So we're uh, we're a-okay, feeling better by the day. But I, I think I think we made it through it, and uh, maybe our antibodies are a little better now. <laughs> we'll see. But avoid your parents and wash your hands. <laughs> good
1: advice thank you Derek that's uh that's great advice derek truck is one of us from tedesky trucks band uh well this was a downtime for the band anyway you guys had not had any shows planned until the dailys play show coming up in june so at least in that regard the band's schedule hasn't changed too much but um have you caught up with the rest of the group i know they're scattered all over the country how's everybody doing and what are kind of the plans now in the next the coming months ahead for the band themselves
8: you know, it's it's pretty wild because we we planned our biggest break uh, that we've ever had as a band and probably I've ever had as a professional musician um, that started on March 12th and goes about three months. So uh, in some ways, our timing couldn't be better. Um, but it, it's an odd time. We've definitely been checking in with everybody. Everyone's feeling pretty good. Uh, Mark Rivers, one of our singers, he was he was a part of that gig at the beacon too and in, in that band and he was sitting next to somebody that tested positive so everyone's a little uh you know every, everyone's home and doing their thing but i i think everyone's enjoying the the family time i mean i've had i've had more time with uh both kids and and my wife together than i can remember i mean uh they're they're forced to stay home with us which is pretty amazing <laughs> so we're we're enjoying it we're you know hitting the uh, practice golf balls around the backyard and fishing in the creek and uh we're 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 enjoying it i mean it's probably going to get weirder before it gets better but uh so far so good (laughs) the silver lining is is certainly there Derek trucks with us from tedeschi trucks band now is this a time
1: where did you have plans to to get back in the studio in this time anyway now that you're kind of quarantined near your studio you might as well get back in there right Yeah, I mean,
8: this this was actually a break where we were going to not do anything, you know, we're probably going to go fishing a lot and take the boat out. But uh, it's you know, it's kind of nice being stuck near the studio and I've been picking up an instrument the last few days and getting back to it. I I think there'll be a lot. There'll be a lot of songs written at this time. And, you know, maybe people uh, shedding and practicing. Maybe we'll get better. (laughs) We'll see.
1: Now, coming up on, on your website, TedeskyTrucksBand.com, and on the YouTube page, TTB from the Road, I believe it's each Thursday you guys are putting out a webcast from an old concert through the Nugs TV guys. Um, where did that idea come about, and how do you go about choosing the concerts? Are you involved in that, and, and how is that done? Um,
8: I mean, we we have a guy. His name is uh, – I think you met him, Mark Lowenstein. He's been oh. with with me and my solo band um, – I guess probably 15 or so years now. So he's got a pretty good handle on, on uh, what, what's good and what shows have been uh, interesting over the years. So I, I leave most of it to him. Um, you know, he, he runs it by us, I, but I, I'm not going to sit through and watch the whole show. And <laughs> I kind of have to trust him, but I, I, I love the idea of, uh, of just releasing something every week and just, uh, you know, let, letting people kind of hear what's been going on. And we've, you know, we've recorded a lot of stuff, uh, like professionally shot over the years that are just kind of archived at this point. So it's a nice way to dig back in. I watched a, a clip of Susan and uh, Sharon Jones, who we lost a few years ago. It was good to see her and hear her again. And I think Doyle Bramhall was on that clip. So I've, I've checked uh, uh, checked a few of them out. I have a hard time watching uh, myself play very often, but if the camera's on them, I'm totally down. <laughs> I like hearing sure. them. Say. Derek Trucks with us. You don't go back and review the tape like football team. Come on. You know I I do when it's bad. I do when it's bad. <laughs> the, the good shows you just you kind of let you you let them go. I don't want to know if they were not as good as I thought they were. <laughs> but the uh, when sometimes when uh, you have an off night, I'll I'll go back and listen and try to figure out if there's anything that can be changed. Some nights are just off nights, and you just let them. You know you you learn and you grow, and um, you got to have the bad nights. That's uh. That's what makes it honest. <laughs> There's plenty of bands that sound the same every night. I'm not interested in that.
1: <laughs> Derek Trucks with us. So, you know, I, I realized this morning when we were getting ready to do this, um, that today is March 26th, and it is the anniversary of the first Almond Brothers Jam Session on Riverside Avenue uh, at yeah. that
8: gray house. How about that? Pretty wild. You know, when we did the uh, that Almond show at uh, Madison Square, we had Reese Winans there. And uh, he was the keyboard player before Greg at that house here in Jacksonville. Um, So that I guess it was about a year ago. I guess it was a year ago today. They they dedicated. uh, There's a there's a marker out in front of that house, and uh, my parents called me. I went over there and and hung with them. And I remember reading that reading the sign, and it kind of jogging my memory that Reese was the first guy, and that's that's kind of why we called him for the MSG show. So uh, it's good I went over there.
1: (laughs) <laughs> Pretty cool. Kind of odd that it's today of all days, March 26th. Yeah. Uh, some final thoughts here, Derek. We're going to get through this thing, right? Um, the music business is, the sports business is, it's tough right now. We're all kind of in this thing together. And, and how are we going to move forward once we get past this?
8: You know, it, it's a, it's an interesting time. I mean, we me and Sue have been talking about it a lot. I mean, we are incredibly fortunate where we, we're in a position where we can kind of weather the storm and we kind of prepared for it, not knowing... Not knowing what it was going to be, but this this break kind of fell in a perfect spot for us. But a lot, I know a lot of other people, uh, musicians, um, pe- you know, people in all all different uh, different careers that are uh, not so lucky. So it's going to be it's going to be bumpy for a minute, uh, but you know, we uh, we always find a way to bounce back. That's for sure. And I, I think I I think with music, I think once people are able to get back out, I think people are going to be hungry for it. So. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I think everyone has to, uh, you know, kind of enjoy the time while you have it. Um, you know, it, it kind of puts things in perspective. You you start reaching out to your friends, and you start thinking. Uh, it Kind of slows everything down. You start thinking about what's important to you. So I, I think there's a lot of uh, a lot to be taken from it. Um, but you know, it's it's going to be rough, and it's uh, you know, we have. We have parents that are older. We have people we really have to be careful with. So, uh, so I think that's the important part, and uh, we're certainly going to get out the other end of it. I don't, I don't think there's any question about that. It's just how, uh, how stir crazy everybody goes in the meantime. But uh, take a walk, you know, do some pushups. I think we'll all be fine. <laughs> <You're gonna> be <laughs> and, ready. and stay away from your parents
1: and wash your hands, as you said yeah.
8: earlier. You know, it, it's yeah. funny. I, my grandfather's a hundred. He's a World War II vet, and. You know, we go see him when we're home two or three times a week. So it's it's odd not getting to see him. But I think about him a lot. And I think about uh, what his generation went through and how soft and whiny we are. <laughs> we're, like We're asked to like sit on our our asses. And we just we're really having a hard time with it. So I'm enjoying it. <laughs> I'm trying to make the best of it. But uh, we we got this. I think we got this.
1: Derek, great stuff, man. Really appreciate your time. Uh, Stay healthy down there. Appreciate you.
8: All right. Back at you, man. I'll see you soon.
1: Derek Trucks from Tedeschi Trucks Band. Great visit. The uh, video visit coming up a little later on jaguars.com. Mellow Mushroom open for delivery and curbside pickup orders. They're currently offering free delivery or 10% off pickup. Visit the Mellow Mushroom website or mobile app to place your order. Back in a moment, John Osher is on deck. Jaguars.com senior writer. And this is Jaguars Happy Hour on the Jaguars Digital Network.
4: Tito's Handmade Vodka is America's original craft vodka. In 1995, Tito Beverage set out to build a micro distillery incorporating elements of artisan craftsmanship from boutique wineries into the spirits industry. Pot distilled and made from corn, Tito's is naturally gluten-free, crafted in Austin, Texas, to be savored by spirit connoisseurs and everyday drinkers alike. For Tito's recipes, infusion ideas, Tito's swag, or to learn more about our story, visit titosvodka.com. 80-proof Tito's Handmade Vodka, crafted to be savored responsibly.
7: Whether you are driving to a Jaguars game or on the way to work, When you see flashing lights, please move over. If you can't move over a lane, slow down 20 miles per hour below the speed limit. You can protect those who help you on the road. From law enforcement and other first responders to utility and tow truck drivers, they all need you to be at the top of your game while you're driving. See lights? Please move over. Brought to you by the Florida Department of Highway Safety and Motor Vehicles and the Florida Highway Patrol. JAGS fans, Fill your wallet with one debit
5: card that screams do ball exclusively from TIAA Bank. The Jacksonville Jaguars Visa debit card comes with a fierce look, and fantastic features, so you can pay with pride wherever you go. And it's yours free when you open a yield-pledge checking account. Up your financial game today. Visit a financial center near you or find us at TIAABank.com/slash JagsCard. TIAA Bank is a division of TIAA, FSP, member FDIC, and the official bank of the Jacksonville Jaguars. How would you like to get your electric bill paid for the entire
0: 2020 Jaguars regular season? Well, our good friends at McGowan's Heating and Air Conditioning are giving you that chance. Guess the correct order of the Jaguars 2020 schedule, and you can win. How cool is that? Enter today at Jaguars.com slash McGowan's and take your best guess. From the Georgia border to Palm Coast, get your A.C. done right with McGowan's, the official heating and air conditioning partner of the Jacksonville Jaguars. License number CMC-1250075. This is Joe Adib, owner and CEO of Bono's. My family has been serving Jacksonville since 1949. On Wednesday, March 25th, we will be converting our Phillips Highway and Beach Boulevard locations into a neighborhood market. My brother Scott, who owns Strings on 9th and Main, will be opening his market as well on Wednesday. We will all get through this together. Be safe and God bless.
6: Some things make a house your home, like a quick-heating oven that makes the aroma of warm chocolate chip cookies your thing. When cooking with natural gas, you get the best temperature control, save money, and earn a rebate up to $200. Who wants cookies? Your home. (laughs) Our safe, reliable, efficient energy. Love natural gas. Find rebate details at peoplesgas.com. X's and O's with yoga pants, helmets and heels, Tuesday nights from 6 to 8 on 1010XL.
1: Final moments of Jaguars happy hour, JP Shattuck with you, self-isolated in the home studio. Our thanks to head coach Doug Marone joining us in the opening segment, Jeff Lagerman, Derek Trucks, and now John Osier, Jaguars.com senior writer, joins us on the phone. Um, it, it, we're still distanced from each other, John, but that's
9: okay. How are you? Yes, we are. Yes, we are. We are, uh, socially distant and, uh, uh, getting through this thing. I think everybody's trying to,
1: I think the best we can, you know, is try and, um, we'll see when, when we come out on the back end of this thing, how we are, I think it's going to be okay in time, but we're not there yet. Let's talk a little ball though. John, uh, since we last spoke, there have been some additions. Uh, let's start with Eifert tight end Uh, if he's healthy him and Oliver together if Oliver is healthy that might be a pretty good tandem at tight end it feels like
9: well yeah and I think going into this the reality with the cap and the reality with the tight end position in terms of available players in this offseason was going to dictate that the Jaguars were going to I don't know maybe think outside the box when they addressed it I never got the impression that they were going to be setting the market on this position this year. So, you know, they weren't going to get Hooper. They weren't going to go after Hunter Henry. You know, guys like that, they're that being talked about. So in lieu of that, you really didn't have any first-round type tight end the way you did last year with Hawkinson. So you had to go and figure out how you were going to address it. Eifert was the guy who sort of stood out as making the most sense Beyond the injury history, which you know obviously has defined a lot of his career, he's been very, very good, and I think the thing you mentioned with Doug, if, if I'm not mistaken, he played sixteen games last year, that's right so uh, that was the first time he had done that it, it seemed like the Bengals managed it a little bit. He didn't start all those games. he wasn't you know every play guy. but I said a couple of times this week to people I've talked to about this this signing, if they get twelve games out of him. At the level that he played at Cincinnati last year, uh, maybe that's not a Pro Bowl season, but it's a significant addition to this uh, tight end group. And at this point with the Jaguars, you're looking for ways they can get better offensively. If, if they were to get 12 games at a at, at a 90% of what Tyler Eifert can be, that's a huge lift for that group. And then you'll see what Josh Oliver can do.
1: John Osher with us, jaguars.com senior writer, um, just moments ago. Well, about 40 minutes ago or so, the Jaguars announced that Darquez Denard will not be signing with the Jags. They couldn't come to an agreement on the final contract terms. He's a free agent again. What in the world?
9: Yeah. Um, you know, I think they saw that coming and, uh, was one reason why they went with, uh, for Melvin earlier in the week, um, They were trying to get into a situation in free agency, clearly, where they had guys who they felt okay about lining up. They feel good about Trey Herndon. Now they've got Melvin on one side. You've got D.J. Hayden at the nickel. Um, I still anticipate and always have since the end of last season. One of those top 42 draft picks, meaning the three that they have in the top 42, I can't imagine it it doesn't go to the cornerback position. So even without the even with the loss of, of Denard, now you're in a situation where if you draft a guy, you've got four to play three. And I think that's what they want to be in a situation with. Because these rookies coming in, one thing I was talking about somebody this week, it could be an unusual situation for the rookies, maybe a little bit like 2011. That's right. Where they are coming in perhaps without a whole lot of prep time. On the one hand, it might do him some good physically to get a rest from all this stuff that all these rookies always do. But mentally, it may take a while for these rookies to catch up. So Rashawn Melvin becomes the guy that will be important.
1: Jaguars.com senior writer John osier joining us. Uh, it seems like some of these signings on the defensive line, we mentioned Gunter last week, but Al Woods is in there, defensive tackle, run stuffer. Uh, Joe Schobert, middle linebacker. Hey, guess what? The Jags struggled against the run last year. And it seems like they, at least early in free agency, they were making a point to get some of those positions in the middle of this defense shored up.
9: Yeah, and uh, this has been a topic in the Ozone, which I know you enjoy reading every day. JP. Every day, yes. Um, it it uh, you know, I, I've gotten some fans who are sort of debating about just how important it is for uh, the Jaguars to improve run defense, and they cited some stats about other teams that have done well and not been great against the run. Well, all of that may be true, but if you watched this team last year, when they couldn't – when the season slipped away, which was right after or right before the bye from Houston and London on, it was because there were times you watched them where they had no hope to stop the run. They were getting gashed on the interior, couldn't do it, I don't know what the rankings are. I don't know what all the numbers are. I know they have to be better against the run than they were in those five games or nothing else matters. And I think when they went back and summed up the season and looked at what they needed to do, it's clear that when Doug Marone, Dave Caldwell, all the people involved in those decisions, watched that film, that they thought the same thing. We cannot be defenseless against the run or it doesn't matter what else we do. So that's been what they've done and uh, they're trying to get bodies in there. They're trying to be able to rotate guys, and, uh, you know, the plan makes sense, and I think it was more a, a, not a plan of desperation but a plan of necessity. They had to do this early in free agency.
1: John, we're going to shorten it up a little bit this week, but we'll talk to you again next week, and we'll look forward to your writing on Jaguars.com as always. Thank you.
9: All right, buddy. Anytime. Stay safe. We'll there he
1: you. is. Same to you. John dot Jaguars.com, com. senior writer, joining us on the phone line. Uh, a couple of other thoughts before we get out of here today. We uh, we mentioned we, uh, Our thanks again to Derek Trucks, Tedeschi Trucks Band. The streaming show we talked about at 8 o'clock on Thursdays, facebook.com slash Derek and Susan, or youtube.com slash TTB from the road, or nugs.tv. Uh, Tonight's show is from October of last year at the Beacon Theater in New York, and you can uh, donate to the Sweet Relief Fund through those links uh, during the concert tonight, a vital organization for musicians and crew, sweetrelief.org. You can donate there. Uh, Daily's Place concert dates changed again, of course. Uh, March 28th and May 16th, Kane Brown concerts moved to October. Cole Swindell moving from April to October. Some other changes as well. All the info. At dailiesplace.com. Uh, and of course, our great sponsors are uh, open for business during this time to help families and businesses during this time. Atlantic Self Storage offering 50% off up to six months on most renewals until further notice. Call 877 WE Store or visit the Atlantic Self Storage uh, store near you. Uh, that'll do it for Jaguars happy hour today. The uh, Jags in the offseason program, free agent signings. Trades. We'll see what else is on the docket. We're four weeks away from the NFL draft. Our thanks to head coach Doug Marone, our thanks to Jeff Loggeman, Derek Trucks, and John Osher for our entire crew. Everybody behind the scenes making this work today on video and radio. I'm J.P. Shadrick. We'll talk to you next week. Jaguars happy hour on the Jaguars Digital Network.